And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Fix Yourself podcast. We have a very special episode for you today featuring none other than Stephen's beautiful wife, Alicia Turner. Yeah. Finally. She, right? I know. We've been meaning to get her on for quite a while now, and it's it's a fun episode where we really break into my mind and find out just how damaged I really am. <laughs> Yeah, Kyle, Kyle uh, definitely learns a few things. I learn a few things, and I take a back seat in some of it too. I, I, uh, you know, I'm a little silent just in listening uh, because I'm in such awe of her wisdom. But anyway, yeah, we're excited. And then she talks about some of the stuff that I say wrong uh, on the podcast because you know if you if you listen to these episodes, you realize I talk about her a lot because I learn a lot from her. And I'm like sharing these uh, revelations I've learned with her and from her and through her. And um, and then she, you know, we talk about uh, how wrong I can be sometimes about the metaphors or, you know, how I say things. And, you know, sometimes I, I get a little confused, um, but I think that's good, you know, and I think we should definitely have her on for a part two because I cut it short. I should have just kept it going. We could have kept talking for like two hours, I would imagine. We could have, but without further ado, here's the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. Everybody has been hitting us up on messages to say, hey, get this person in here. And we're like, okay, you know what? It is time to do that. And we have her here. She's sitting right next to me. The lovely, the talented, my wife, Alicia Turner. I can't match that energy. Hello, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, that was a you quite Hello, the intro. You Hello. wanted an introduction and I gave it to you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Um, No, so as we've talked before, you are our second guest, as you know, because you are an avid podcast listener. I listen to every episode. You do. I know because I can hear you listening to it like yeah, downstairs we live or upstairs. Together. We do. Yeah. Um, and also, I talk about you quite a lot. You get my name out of your mouth. <laughs> On the podcast. Yeah. And he references a lot of what you do yeah. for a living now. Yes. We're going to get into that, though, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Because there may be some. Uh, I have a lot of opinions. I was going to say maybe some corrective things that need to come out that. Uh, oh, you know, maybe one or two. We actually, so uh, we were, t she was asking a question today. She's like, what, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, well, you know, maybe there's some things that I've said in the past about like some of the things that you've taught me. Yeah. And I probably have said it poorly. Sure. Which, guaranteed. I know it happens because like, you'll be like, oh, hey, that, you know, thing you mentioned in the podcast this week, that's wrong. It's like, damn. <laughs> Strike four. God. <laughs> she's I like, was expecting it. She's like, if you do it again, that's a divorce. Yeah, I was yeah. like, dang it. All right. Um, no, but one of the things, because she's like, well, I can't think of anything right offhand. And I was like, I can. The river of misery. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, I remember when. And I was like, I I, <laughs> I tried to drown myself in it when you were telling me about it. <laughs> you don't forget the river of misery. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was like, 
making it like a metaphor, like it's an actual river of misery. Yeah. Because I'm a very visual person. And I'm in my paddle boat. And, and I'm just going yeah. along, yeah. battling. It's lovely to see what's that's exactly, in Stephen's mind. I, that's exactly what I think how I pictured it. Yeah. And so I said that to you, and then she listened to that certain episode, and I don't know which number it was, but she was like, um, yeah, that's not what the river of misery is. Yeah, yeah. She's like, it's not an actual metaphor. It's not like an actual river that you're swimming in. I was like, well, that's how I like to that's picture it. That's how I picture it. No, yeah. I think it is a metaphor, and that's what I mean. Like, This is like a game of telephone. Yeah. And I'm listening to it yeah. on a, all po- podcasting platforms. To and thousands of people every totally. week. Just millions of listeners yeah. you guys have. And and I'm just like, no, that's, that's not what I that's say. That's not right. Oh. Steven, we just lost another client. <laughs> but I love your attentiveness and your ability to relay these concepts. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And I think it's a good start. Yeah. At I, least you're trying, man. I bet there's some stuff that you w- were probably talking to me about and I might have been on my phone while, while we're at home or something. Mm. Yes. And then I'll probably bust it out on the podcast. You're like, he was listening. The old passive listening. While, yeah. Uh, scrolling through Instagram. That's, that's, that's one of the things. That's a that's a that's um, an activity in our house. The old scrolling and listening. Yeah. Well, like to get this episode started, per se, Alicia, like a lot of people kind of know what you do just Mm -hmm. because obviously Stephen talks about you all the time. But I want to give you a chance to kind of say, like, this is what I do. And and I know it's kind of a newer journey doing it full time. So Mm -hmm. maybe like kind of touch on the before and now what you're doing. Yeah. So before. Yeah. How'd you get there? Yeah. I mean. I won't share too much of the before. It all started in 2003. She's a life coach. Let's just make sure that's clear. Because if anybody's joining us for the first time. Spoiler. She was going to tell us. I know. But I'm just saying, like, I wanted people to, like, know that's what you do. You're a life coach. So we got that out of the way. Now, how did you. Hi, I'm a life coach. Is that. Oh, that's perfect. Call me. That's why it's on your business cards. Uh, So how did how did you get there? Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd say. The simplest way to put it is I did like a 180 with my own mental health. And I it was like a fork at the road. I could have gone one way and I ended up doing like a 180 and making my mental emotional life better. It was the, very dark. You were in the river I went of misery. Through, I went through dark times. We'll get to that later, Stephen. <laughs> Stop yeah. using. No, I'm just kidding. You can say it. No more rivers. So for a couple years after I'm like, wow, I'm like. I created a transformation for my own life and I was very proud of myself. And I kept like reading stuff by life coaches and listening to life coaching podcasts and writing in my journal, like that would be cool to be a life coach, but I wasn't doing it until I met my husband and he was like, you should, you should do that. And I'm like, Oh, I can't do that. That's silly. And really it wasn't silly. And I just needed someone to show me that like, he thinks everyone should be an entrepreneur. Right. 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 And I think Without him, I probably would have, I'd still be like, it'd be cool to be a life coach and not be doing anything. So, mm-hmm. and my dad also helped me because it's an expensive investment to certify sure. where I certified. And it was a worthy investment, best school ever, the life coach school. And now, now you're asking about what I do now. Yeah. And yeah, so and that's how you got there. And so basically, there. then you, you went to school for it. I went right? to school. School. Uh, and then now you are on this path of entrepreneurship. Yeah. I'm fucking shit up, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, in 2021, I was like, okay, done with the certification. Mm-hmm. I've got my tools in my pockets. 
and now I've got to start a business, which is like a whole new skill set. I was like, shit, I thought this would be coaching people, doing what I just learned, but now I've got to figure out, getting a business license caused so much drama for me. So thank God I had people helping me because, yeah, it just brings up all of your shit to become an entrepreneur and all of your doubts and all of your insecurities. So if I didn't have the tools I had and the like support I have, and not just you, I mean like my coaches and my mentors, um, kind of showing me how to process all of that and create it, I would not have been able to go full time in May. So I did it. I'm doing it. It's terrifying. Sure. Uh, but the work is worth it because what I'm doing is offering help support guidance for other people's Mm -hmm. mental health, which is the most important thing. And it's actually in a person's life. And it's working too. It's not just like you're, you're like, I remember when I was, first making that jump and it was like i'm a business owner i'm a film you know videographer imposter and like, syndrome I had like one client you know right yeah. but like it's but actually they're paying they i mean you're employed it wasn't that well, much at that time and, right uh i had to do some of the things if you know what i mean but uh you're actually doing it it's uh it's happening it's working I'm really doing and you're it, helping Harry. people yeah. you're helping me too that's one of the things you're welcome yeah and you needed it yeah, there like are a lot. Oh no. I mean, there are times <laughs> I can I, I'm starting to notice when she kind of now she doesn't coach without permission. Yeah. Right. So that's one of the things at home. Because we found early on that when she would start to coach me, I would I am sometimes uh get your floaties on for the river uh, of misery. I just, I'm like, I don't want to I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Well, that's one of the best things the school taught me. First day, first lesson, they're like, do not coach people without permission. I had been doing that leading up to entering that certification. I didn't know that's what I was doing. I didn't know I was being a dick. And so once I learned that, I was finally like, oh, I'm so sorry. Sorry, Steven. I won't do that anymore. And I still have to apologize because I still try. I was going to say that would be hard being in a relationship because and not being allowed unless they ask. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, ask me. Now, there there are times where I'm like, I need coaching on this. Or, like, I can tell sometimes when you, like, we'll be talking about something and um, you'll be like, you'll get your coach cap on. And, like, I can start to, like, see, see the twinkle in your eyes. Like, I'm ready. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. And I'm just like, I'm good. <laughs> I don't. I like shut down. Yeah, like, I get too I'm not aggressive. Ready. I get a I'm not ready intense. right now. Yeah. It's like it, a lot of the times it happens at like 1 a.m. And we're like tired, both of us. But then I'm like saying And I'm like, something. here's a transformation. And you're like, no, like, I don't want to hear it at 1 a.m. No, thanks. Yeah. I don't want it. That's pretty um, standard, though. The late night conversations sometimes don't always end up the best. Yeah. Cause some people are too tired to like think rationally or have like a good conversation. Yeah. I start talking to Molly at like 11 o'clock at night and she's like, you know when this would be a really good conversation? Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, That's brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant, Molly. It's like, whoa. That, I, uh, I, I disagree. Let's talk about it now. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm, I'm yeah. where Kyle's yeah. at. Yeah. yeah. She is. I'm like, yeah! She is very like, no, no, no. We can't. We got to no, do no, this no. now before we fall asleep. Like, yeah. So we I don't fall be, asleep. Sorry, Put the coffee Steven. on. I'm sorry. I'm going to just keep apologizing. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to apologize. Uh, I, I think it's great. And we're better people because of it. So. All right, so you gave us a quick rundown of basically how you got there. My why. Your why. Um, And now let's talk about like kind of what you do. Yeah. And then also I'm very kind of curious. Witchcraft. 
this is the stuff that I really like is what are you doing to promote your business and mm. all that stuff? So that was a loaded question. And There's 47 I know, questions in there. Yeah, I know some of it but because I live with you and mm. we share an office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But so what do you do for people and then how you're promoting that? Yeah, I, I've just recently discovered a new way to accurately describe what I do. Because if you ask someone, what's life coaching? You're going to get a different answer from like 100 billion people. It's an unregulated industry. There are people in integrity, out of integrity. You don't know what you're getting. A lot of people have qualms with like, uh, where did you get your credentials for it? And really, it's like, if someone can help you and you trust them, that's that's what you need, right? And Mm. if you're willing to like trade your time, money, energy to like be in this relationship, that's what it can give you. What I do is I call myself a thought surgeon. Okay. Okay. Oh, I haven't heard that. And new. a defense attorney against your brain, against my client's brain. I am in a court case with their brain. Overruled. And I'm also a thought surgeon. So I'm a doctor and I'm a lawyer and I'm a badass. And I take their shitty thoughts and I argue with their brain when they're like, this is a really good thought. Look at it. It makes me feel terrible and it creates awfulness in my life. And I'm like, that's not a good thought. And then they're like, yes, it is. And then I have to like show them the way. I have a whiteboard, just like there's one in this room. That's what I'm pointing to. I have a whiteboard. We put that shit on the whiteboard and they look at it and they're like, huh. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is what you're choosing. Do you see that you're choosing this? And then they're like, damn. So it's a gift of awareness and perspective that I think we lose. Mm -hmm. Our brains just lose perspective. We get caught up in reacting to our immediate circumstance, our immediate emotion, and we lose perspective. And as a coach, I lose perspective. That's why I get coached. I have Mm -hmm. the same brain as everyone else. So it's kind of like we all need this help. We all need this like shove and nudge to just be like, hey, you're kind of giving away all of your power to shit outside of you that isn't responsible for your life. You're responsible. So take it back. And it's a fun, fun journey. And it's very empowering, not only for me, but all the people. Yeah. What do you, what do you find? Like, do you see a a certain type of person that's usually open to coaching? Because I look at myself Mm -hmm. and I'm like, just bluntly, I, I couldn't see myself doing that soon. Sure. Not saying I would never. Life coaching? Like I just. Sure. Being a life coach? Yeah, it's like a new emerging field. It's so new. People are like. Like, do you just see like a typical person that's like somebody that's. no mold. (laughs) Right, right. Like, it's so random. In fact, last month I started getting a bunch of men coming into consults. Right. Or reaching out about consults. What are their names? Where do they live? Are they handsome? They're (laughs) all models. Australian strippers. Sliding into your DMs. Australian male models. Uh, No. So I am am in. (laughs) I am in. So half of my clients I've known. Right. Right. Or I've been an acquaintance with. Half are just complete strangers that Mm -hmm. found me out of the blue. Um, n- all of them have different circumstances. All of them are kind of at, in a place where they're like, I'm willing to try. Like, sure. like honestly at like that fuck it stage of like, I'm willing to give this a shot. I got something. nothing else to lose. I'm really frustrated. I've been trying everything. I've been like mm-hmm. holding myself back and I don't know why. And I feel crazy. You know, it's like being open to coaching is just a decision you make. It's not like a path you have to take. It's an instant decision in your mind. And it's a decision of like, do I want to try this or do I not? And so 
like when I have consultations, I'm basically asking people that I'm like, you want to give it a go? And they can be like, hell yeah. Or they could mm-hmm. be like, no, I'm, I don't want everything I could ever dream of. And I'm <laughs> right. like, all right, I'll see you back here in three to six months. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cause that's what I was wondering is like, do you have like a typical mold that like comes and talks to you? Somebody that like, cause one thing I've noticed with like your social media, you mention one word a lot. What word? Oh, interesting. Butt trauma. chunks. Well, um. right under that is trauma. <laughs> Butt chug. Butt chunks. Trauma. <laughs> but like trauma very is, is, word. is a big yeah, word that trauma. you mention a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think. In fact, today on my stories, it was like saw, trauma, yeah. trauma. <laughs> like maybe, that, maybe that was just fresh in my mind. Yeah. But like, like yeah. in my head, trauma. Um, is for a different like field of handling. No, 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 no. I just think a lot of people have different definitions of it. Yeah. What's your definition? I don't know exactly because I would say something that you remember and mm. make affects the way that you think. And it yeah. doesn't always have to. I, I think it always has a negative connotation. Yeah. Generally, like trauma yeah. just means, I mean, I would assume hurt of some sort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want to play, play this game, too. I, I think. Something that this happened. This isn't a game. This is my life, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> something that happened. I fight for my life out something here. Something that <laughs> happened in your past that affects the present. Mm, these are amazing definitions. Oh. Affects Look what you us. think. Look at us. Huge. And something from your past that affects the present. Affects your present. Those are beautiful definitions. Yeah. So I think that's a. Uh, Who's right, though? You know, they're both right. Both and. I mean, there's medical trauma. Like, they're, yeah, like they're, I mean, okay. I, I'm not handling. Right, right, right. If you need yeah. medical help, please go see a doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I will come heal your suture. What's a please, suture? Please hang up and dial 911. <laughs> not a doctor. We I'm not made a doctor. it very clear yeah. on every episode we are not doctors. Yeah. We've been pretty bad about that recently. Nor I know. People have been yeah. confused. Uh, but <laughs> like, I think we've cleared it up. You guys are doctors, right? Yeah. So that is something that like I I did just say I was a doctor. Though. And a lawyer. <laughs> and a lawyer. <laughs> She's gonna be in the Oops. courtroom doing sutures. <laughs> Oops. And I'll take it of, back. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of the word that I think of with like coaching and and psychology and all these things is like really the the root of it is like figuring out your trauma and like healing it Mm -hmm. yeah and And that's where i'm just like i don't know what mine is exactly Mm. and i don't know how to like Ooh, that's i mean i have some ideas well that's like a big ask to be like what's my trauma it's like such a loaded question of like how are you supposed to figure that out i like to make it so much less complicated i think all we're dealing with, all we're ever working with are the thoughts in your head right now, right? When mm-hmm. we are calling memories from our past, what's really actually happening is we're not like living a memory again. We're just having current thoughts right now about the past. And we can misremember things very easily. And so the source of all emotion, all like where we're headed, all of our direction, all of our decision is in our current thoughts. So that's all we're ever dealing with. So like today, my mom has like capital T trauma. My mm-hmm. mother, you guys like mothers on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Love mothers. I love yeah. my mother. She's awesome. She had capital T trauma. She could be in like the cl- clinicallyest clinic for the real trauma because mm. she had the real stuff. And I don't mean to like negate that other traumas aren't real, but I just mean like shit. That this would be everything up. everybody agrees is trauma. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And it's stuff that's like been suppressed because that's what human brains do. They're like, I'm not, this is uncomfortable. Let's Mm -hmm. pretend this doesn't exist. But then it just turns into something terrible in your life. So 
she decided to work with me. She straight up went through the like, what's it called? Console or the yeah, like went through customer's the, journey. The, kind of thing? My yeah, fun- customer She went through my funnel. funnel. She went through oh, yeah. my sales funnel. funnel. Yeah, I totally sold my mom, and she was like, "I'll pay you," and I was like, "Okay." At first, I was like, "Mom, we can't do this." Yeah. And then I was yeah. like, well, "Why not?" I'm too like, close. <laughs> but it's that's beautiful. What, that's what I thought at first. I was like, "You're gonna have your mom be a client," and then like. At first, it was like and then weird. she blames you for the trauma in her life. <laughs> it's you. It's funny. This, One I this, session. I have this real bee of a daughter, if you know what I mean. <laughs> we actually Mom, talked about, about myself on one of our sessions, and that's the power of my like holding space. Is I was able to put me in her like problem and just be like ask her questions neutrally uh, about it and be like, and then what happened? And like <laughs> such a weird dynamic, but it made me weird. feel really cool as a coach. I was like, that's incredible that I can like set aside. Like, cause that's what you do. You set aside your feelings, your opinions. (laughs) Okay, mom, the cap's going away. I'm switching caps now. I put it on for a minute. I was like, hey, (laughs) take it off. That would be fun. It's fun. (laughs) But what I was saying, like coaching isn't necessarily like the old traditional methods, but the old traditional methods are really failing us. Like Mm -hmm. coaching. And if you do it the way I was trained and the way I do it, it's so easy. Like she on the call today, just like whew, I could like it was like watching a demon. Like <laughs> sorry, mom. Like <laughs> no, like rush out of her body. I'm just gonna and cut the like, podcast there. I'm like, gonna demon. It's like watching a demon. watching the devil himself. And that was our interview with Alicia Turner. Cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> watching a dip. Uh, anyway, no, I mean it was really cool. Like yeah. yeah, stretching back to her past, like kind of understanding it differently so she can move forward mm-hmm. in a new way. Cause what happens is our trauma stops us from making the decisions we want to make, doing the things we want to do. And it stops us from being who we want to be. Like Those are kind of to be. very yeah. vague things, but really like if you think about it, that's exactly what it does. It's mm-hmm. just stopping us. It's useless, useless. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, so let's use me as an example. Yeah, let's like, coach let's, you right now. Come on. Oh, um, live coaching? Give me all your problems. Give me my different hat, my patient hat. <laughs> um, well, more, more along the lines of, like, I think of somebody that maybe isn't ready to jump on the coaching ship right now. Like, if there's somebody listening, they're like, you know, maybe maybe in the future, but, like, what are a couple things as somebody that's experienced a lot talking to different people and gone through a ton of learning in this field that, like, what are two things, two or three things that like somebody could start doing to improve mm, their life? Really like without hiring a coach, hiring a coach. Yeah. Like maybe they're too nervous or, or yeah. whatever it may be. Absolutely. Well, one things you can start doing, like I put out free stuff every month and sure. it's like a class. It's like the quality I give to my clients that pay the big bucks. So all of that free content I would consume. And there's so much more than just what I give. Like any coach that's giving free content, they are laying it out because this is information that we want people to have. It's not like, right. You know, so for, from myself, like right now, I would say writing down your thoughts, hands down, writing down your thoughts, what's going on in your head doing that. Yeah. And I've had a lot of people come to me and say the same thing. Like I'm not down with writing my thoughts. So like if that's where everyone, you are, every thought, we're going to stop before I move on to other things. Why are you scared of writing down your thoughts? If it is like, I don't want someone to see it or I don't want to look at my thoughts. We want to 
create curiosity there and not like judgment because a part of you for being hesitant to write down your thoughts, if everyone in the world is saying like, this is going to help you, it's going to help you Mm -hmm. see things like, why, why aren't you going to, so you tell me why, why don't you like to write down? Because my, um, like, you know, Stephen and I, we watch a lot of things that are dark or bloody Mm -hmm. or gory Mm -hmm. and, and I read a lot of things and I, I mean, constantly in that, in that field. So sometimes I will have terrible, mm-hmm. um, like dreams or thoughts. And I'm like, what does this mean? Should I write it down? Mm-hmm. But if somebody was to read, like, I just saw this terrible thing, this scenario or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like my wife would be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Okay. So yeah, it's a fear of other people. Uh, seeing for sure. A hundred percent. Or if like, somebody found that down the road or something. And they're like, this is what this guy was like thinking about. And it's like, no, sure. no, no, yeah. just a, just a <laughs> passing I give thought. people <laughs> full permission to destroy what they write. I'm like, burn it, throw it away. I've thrown pages away before. I don't usually do that. I save them all. Cause I'm like, this is so cool. I look back in time and I'm like, anyway, yeah, not about me. So, um, I would suggest, or I would convey to you that, Putting them on paper is going to be so much more valuable and crumpling them up and throwing them away after than never doing never it. it. Mm-hmm. Because what you are doing is you're like, what does this mean? This horrible thought. This is, you know, and you're also afraid that's what other people will think and then they'll judge you. And so what we want is a degree of separation because the minute we look at thought, here's the thing. None of your thoughts are true, right? If it's really a, a thing in your head that exists in reality, it will be an objective fact. It will be something that exists. It will be something that is neutral. If it is a thought, it means it has your opinion. It's subjective. It's just a flashing, right? I have shitty thoughts all the time. I have, I have petty thoughts. I'm like, if I didn't get those down, it would just be swirling around inside of me, torturing me. And I wouldn't be able to see it and question it and be like, oh, it's like a release in my opinion. Right. Putting it down on paper is, is the first step and something I require my yeah my clients I mean, if you to put do. planet fitness at the top of it it's a judgment free zone people will know <laughs> that this isn't real they would be able to tell <laughs> yeah this is just like planet fitness they are all he finds these yeah. crumpled up pieces of paper you need to go trash. to planet fitness oh. and write your thoughts oh, down judgment free zone judgment free zone yeah <laughs> it's okay Kyle it's, yeah. uh, it's all good yeah I mean I do agree because I also am um just I'm obsessive about just tracking how I'm feeling or what I'm going to be or, or like where I'm trending. So if I've been Mm. in a funk, I'm like, oh, I want to like, remember I had nightmares, uh, like for four days in a row, or I keep thinking dark thoughts and like, Mm. I don't act on them, but they just like hit me and I'm like, okay, like maybe I need to change this up in my life or do Mm -hmm. this or that. So I'm always kind of experimenting with like my thoughts um, are, are related, I think, to like my diet, my sleep, my activities and all mm-hmm. these different things. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, well, I'm, I'm trending bad. So I need to fix something in there. So that's why I want to write them down, mm-hmm. but I just don't want the, uh, the, uh, that's something I judgment. wanted to talk to you two about today. Oh, is our diet? She- your diets. No. She's actually, she's flipping the interview on us. Oh my I'm interviewing God. you two now. Oh. Hit the stop button. Quick. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm the captain now. I always forget which one's which. Yeah, I thought that was going to be like a clapping one. Yeah, that sounded scary. I think I wanted to do this one. I like the other one better. Yeah. So the thing I wanted to address is this phrase you just said, if there's anything I can fix there, which leads me to the title of this oh, podcast. I had a Go fix called? yourself. <laughs> I had um, a feeling. I know. You guys are funny. It's clever. Go fuck yourself. Oh, <laughs> what? Whoa, we, that had never crossed <laughs> oh our mind. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. I'm going to have to edit that out. Beep it. However, at the basis of, of that phrase, right? None of your thoughts are true. That's a thought. So you don't need to go. There's an fix assumption that you that are a problem. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you to be careful with your language. You can call your podcasts. I give you permission because I'm interviewing <laughs> go you. Hey, go after yourself. Um, but I do suggest that you watch your subtle language because your language shapes how you feel and it directs what you do. So when you make anything a problem, it's impossible to fix. And the problem, right, quote unquote, gets bigger. If you don't make it a problem, it seems backwards, but you're allowed to be curious. You're not trying to escape anything, and you're, it's so much easier to move forward. So basically, whenever you make yourself a problem, you make yourself something to fix, you keep yourself from, quote unquote, fixing it. Mm. And it's a subjective word. Problem, fix. What is a problem? Some people are like okay, shooting up drugs, and they're like, this is great. It's not a problem to them. Yeah. So why do we make who we are, what we're doing, a problem to us if we don't have to. That's the kind of decision stuff you do with the coach. I see. I mean, I don't disagree because I think we both have grown in some ways in terms of like what stuff we used to, to, uh, for lack of a better word, like worship in the entrepreneur world, like Mm -hmm. self-improvement and Mm -hmm. hustle, like all this stuff we've talked about many times where it is like toxic to be like, everything's wrong with you and you need to fix Everything all you need to be doing a hundred push ups every morning. You yeah. need to be doing reading a hundred books a day. Says and, who? Well, right, right. Yeah. I mean, but it's just that mentality of just everything is wrong with you. Yeah. yeah. Or, or at least you're not good enough in any. That's realm. like what our society communicates. We live in a, a system that's like your shit is fucked. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we're receiving that message constantly, but it's within our power to be like, Actually, nothing's wrong with me. Like, take that weight off of ourselves. You yeah, know? I, I agree. I do think that the people turn to that, like, when other aspects of their life are, like, maybe we're always, I mean, I don't know. I'm speaking as a man, and I don't know if this is even how all men think, but, like, we're always feeling like we should fix something. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, the classic traits of, like, you fix mm-hmm. this around the house mm-hmm. and this. And yeah, because your value is in how you provide. Right, right. And not just inherent. And that is a, that's a problem. Yeah. If there's a problem, it's that discrepancy in thought where men have been given the message that like, you're only worth what you can provide, for provide financially right. and mm-hmm. how you can fix a faucet. And, and, I and can't. it's a shitty <laughs> message, right? Yeah, right? We talk about how like, it's like, oh, destroy the patriarchy, which, you know, I'm all about, but also patriarchy is no good or fun for men either. Like y'all are suffering too under the weight of expectations Mm -hmm. that have been sitting on you for, I don't know, a few hundred years. How long has the patriarchy been here, Kyle? Here in America (laughs) or just in general? Just alive. Yeah. Thousands of years. I don't know much history. Well, the Um, thing, the patriarchy, I mean, essentially it is 
uh, uh, there's a very small select few men that actually would run the patriarchy, right? Because yeah, most men controlled are controlled by, and that's like within capitalism, right? Right. And it's all always the a small percentage. It's all connected. Because me and Stephen, we're connected. not running the patriarchy. <laughs> I didn't get the memo. But Clearly. you are, you are experiencing <laughs> the effects. Sure. Of it. Very. Oops. Yeah. And Sorry, getting too excited. There. So that's a, so we 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 kind of took one of Stephen's classic bunny trails with the we thought, sure did the mm. thought things, but mm-hmm. like so we said writing down our thoughts was one. Like what yes. is what's something else that's a very easy um, effort wise that somebody could yeah. do to start making some like progress, some free stuff that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one I'll say it's what I teach my clients in week two. Is how to actually feel a feeling. I'll just teach you guys right now. It takes two seconds. I'd love to. We're never taught this. So I will preface it by saying what we all do is we avoid our emotions. We react to them or we resist them. None of this works. None of this does anything good. I'm a resistor. Yeah. I was like an avoider. What were you? Um, I think, I mean, I think I resisted for a long time and then I finally came to. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Um, to feel an emotion, you just have to, first of all, have a language, like have words for it. You have to identify it and be like, what am I feeling? It can, you can start by saying, I feel bad. Like it doesn't have to be super specific, but the more specific you get, the better. So for me, I had crippling anxiety. This is how you do it. Name the emotion, set aside your thoughts. This is what our brains do. They try to out logic and outthink a feeling in our body. And that's not how you feel. If you want to actually feel and process an emotion, which is just a harmless vibration in your body, it's you're not going to die. But our brain thinks we are. So it gets us all in our head, circling, spinning, overwhelming, just all the drama. So the second step is you just set aside your thoughts. You don't you don't try to think about it. You you notice that that feeling is being caused by your thoughts. That's that is important. But you just set them at the side. You go into your body like you would if you're working out. It's very simple. You can do it. And you just notice where it is. You do some like wine tasting shit. Like you just make shit Cleanse up. my palate. So like, like <laughs> you make shit up. You're I'm like, I taste tires and corn mm. and rubber hose and a rubber uh, hose. And you just describe it. And there's a reason you do that. It's not because it's funny and people will laugh at you. It's because as you're describing the sensation in your body, your brain sees it as less of a threat and you start to actually mm. process it. Your body knows how to feel emotions. It's designed to. We in our heads are what stops that. And so we suppress stuff and then we end up hurting ourselves later mm. on sure. from that. So like real quick, like yeah. let's let's do this on me okay. per se. So like I have kids. Sure. So I spend a lot of time angry. Like with okay. like stuff happens and you're like, God damn. Sure. And I get frustrated. Yeah. You don't know your kids are neutral yet, but you will learn, Kyle. Oh, okay. Fair. That's a, that's a coach. That's coach yeah, talk. But coach I know. Talk. I piss off my sister all the time with my comments. She's like, you don't know. You're yeah. not a parent. Yeah, and I'm like, you're right. You're right. You're right. right. I don't know you're what right, I would dog. do. You're I right. will never let my kids touch an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> but so like, let's just say somebody breaks something in the house and I get frustrated. Like, sure. Anger is one that I have a tough time. Like I'm always like, I just need to exit the mm. the situation because I know that I don't want to say something mm. that I don't mean or or react out of anger, right? Sure. Like yell. Like I don't want to yeah. yell, or and I certainly mm-hmm. don't want it to do anything beyond that. So what do you do when you feel angry? Uh, like I classic 
classic symptoms like ears kind of get like warm, like mm-hmm. and you feel yourself like. So you might be resisting your anger. Sure. No, I mean, I, I don't disagree but, with that. But like, what do you, I don't mean what does your body do? What, what do you go do when you feel anger? Do you just like bite your tongue and go like twist your face? Like, yeah, I would say like, I, uh, uh, I try to, I try to like bite my tongue and like, exit and i probably would say something under my breath that would make me feel better like something Mm. snarky sure like or whatever you know yeah a place to like put it like i think of an emotion we are unwilling to feel as like a hot potato and i used to do this all the time that's why i'm familiar i would try to hot potato my negative feeling to other people yeah Yeah. and just like you take it i don't want it but really your anger is being caused by a thought you're having in that moment and that thought is a choice and it's if it's creating anger for you it's it's gonna be layers deep. This is like some sedimentary like Grand Canyon shit. Sure. And so we'd find like the first thought you're having, like, I hate when they break stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we'd get a little curious and be like, Why? What's the big deal? And then go from there. And then also find that like, why is it a problem to like allow yourself to feel angry? Like uh why don't you wanna feel angry if something breaks? What's mm-hmm. what's the problem? I don't think they're I think showing um a lack of control to kids is something i don't want them Mm, to see interesting like i don't want them to see me react negative or uh, like anger is a scary one for me because i know a lot of kids grow up with parents that don't control their anger right Mm -hmm. and like the last thing i want is like a my child growing up to be like, you know, my dad gets really angry. Like mm-hmm. that's the last thing I want them telling their friends kind sure. of thing. And so I'm always like, oh, don't reveal that to them because that. Don't reveal you're a real human who has anger as an emotion. And, and that's fair. But there are also kids that maybe can spin that in a different way to And other that's people. why we want language because we sure. want it to be okay. Hey, I'm really angry right now that you broke that and I'm going to go collect my thoughts. Like that is when you try to avoid showing an emotion that's natural and not a problem to your kids, you end up creating something like that's unintended. You usually end up creating what you're trying to avoid. That's the irony. And so by having a language yourself, you're also exemplifying for your kids. Like all emotions are okay. Anger is not a problem. Anger doesn't mean something's bad with you. I think we were all taught raised to believe negative emotion is morally wrong. Mm -hmm. Be happy all the time. If you're negative, the devil's going to come and get you like negative emotion is about half of life and it's normal. And that's one of the biggest things I've integrated is I don't make my negative emotion a problem. I'm willing to feel shame, guilt, embarrassed, rejected, angry. And I know how to feel it. I'm safe to feel it. Yeah. No, I mean, that makes, I mean, thinking about it, it makes a lot of sense because it's like, it's one of the emotions everybody's going to experience. And I guess it's more important to see how you handle that mm-hmm. than it is to, to hide it per se. Yeah. Cause what was the original thing you said? You were like, I don't want to, them to see me out of control. I'd, I'd, out well, of like, control. Like, so you have a I don't belief want them to be scared that anger that means I'm, you're out of control. So that's yes. something interesting to look at because that's not what that means. Sure. I think it comes when from you this. react to anger, you might be a little out of control, but right. anger in itself isn't a sign you're out of control. It's I a agree. sign you're a human who's annoyed or mad because they broke something. Right. I think of like the parents that like, you know, start spanking their kid like right when something yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I could see myself sliding into that. So I feel like I need to like get away to not do that when, when realistically I just need to 
realize that's what I'm feeling mm-hmm. and, and express that. But that's yeah. interesting because uh, that's something that I've certainly, that's my biggest thing that I tell Molly is I'm, I need to like control my anger better. Mm, you need to love your anger better. Yeah. Ooh. That's, that's, a, that does sound ironic mm, that mm-hmm. you should love it. But Isn't love weird? We think love is something that it's not. A fairy yeah. tale. But it's like, it's just like unconditionally accepting something. Sure. Right, right. That's what I think it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And love in a relationship is, is, is that. Mm. And most people think it's just like uh, kissing and hugging. Yeah. And- Cause why do you want to control your anger? What would you get if it was controlled? Um, the ability to, to harness it and not let it come out and Mm. like, and I picture growing up in church and everything like Mm -hmm. that, never hearing Jesus, Jesus only getting mad like once. Right. Yeah. And that was, you were painted a picture of a hundred percent enlightened, happy, perfect. Right. And believed that that was a possible realistic thing. But right. And then you, then you read about reality. It's like, no, we have a human brain that's going to be an asshole half the time. Yeah. And create a lot of anger. And, and and I think anger is just associate is just such a negative, uh, emotion. It's painted negatively all the time. Like painted negatively. Yeah. Well, that's because we see it. We see people reacting to it. Like I said, you avoid, react, or resist. Mm -hmm. And so when we see people reacting to emotions, we associate, that's always what happens with that emotion. But I can feel anger, and I'll look like this. And and for everyone that can't see me, I'm just not doing anything. She was... She was mouthing I, the I pulled F out word. of machete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she started pulling her I hair got, out. Yeah, got a chainsaw. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Yeah, a feeling an emotion, that's the misconception. And you want language because to feel it, you're just sitting here not doing anything. Or you, mm. it doesn't matter. You can be doing anything. You can feel an emotion in an auditorium with a billion people. You want a language if it's in relation to someone else to be like, I know you didn't mean to do that but I feel very angry right now and I'm just going to go take five minutes to have alone time Yeah, because I don't want to react. Sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it it really does when you kind of just talk it out, but communication. Well, yes. No breathing. Oh, Oh, (laughs) they changed the words. Did you get that? Did you get it? Communication. No breathing. Don't give a, yeah. Yeah. Fix. Anyway. Ah, Now back. Yeah. Back into the circle. Well, I appreciate the the mini session I've just had. I'll yeah. Venmo I was you say, later. You're welcome. Um, I, I'm watching these waveforms happen, right? And it's just like, mine's just like a line. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I was just letting you guys talk. No, 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 no. It's like, I heard He's you. He's in the river of misery. No, 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 no. I actually, no, this is the opposite of river of misery. I heard you put your, you know, your coach cap on. And I was like. And he saw it. He noticed the shift. Let, and I was like, the joker. I turned into now a werewolf. we begin. You know, it's like, that's how I felt. I was like, we're in for it today. Here's the tea. In in deep. One thing we should at least cover, because Steve and I always discuss these kind of things, are are some of Alicia's, like, favoritest things. And we're big media consumers, and so... That, that's the thing. We we when we had Cody on our first guest, uh, we asked him like, you know, hey, what's two or three, or what what are you enjoying, what are you digging right now specifically, or are you like favorite yeah, things well, in general? If you're gonna be back on, and maybe not the too distant future, it doesn't have to be like 
your all-time favorite things. It yeah. could be just something right now. But if, you know, this was a one and done, I want to know the top, you know, the office, yeah. which uh, episode kind of thing. But I want to give you three. Three. Okay. Uh, give us the trifecta. Well, yeah, a show, Trice. a podcast, a book. Okay, like yeah, that. It's going to give you a full picture of me. Obviously, The Office is my show. Yeah. If Steven didn't live with me, one, my TV would only come on like once a week. Yeah. Two, it would go to The Office. Which season? Just I will. St- I am in a cycle, a continual cycle of life. I Wherever of I leave it, I just go from Keep beginning going. to end. Then I go right back to the beginning. Do you have a favorite season, though? <laughs> I really actually like the later seasons. Uh, I love Aaron. I oh, love yeah. Nellie. I don't know, like... But it's so, yeah, it's like, obviously you love the OGs. I'm obsessed with Dwight. Any episode with Dwight, I'm like, this is the best episode because Dwight's in it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that, that he's the only one that's in every single episode? I didn't know that. Is he really? He's the only character that's in every. Are there other people who aren't? Every episode, oh, yeah, they're ever he's the only person. I mean, Pam is yeah. not Pam Jim, leaves for a little bit. Uh, Jim's, not Jim's gone Jim for leaves. uh, when he's in at the sports. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, so he's like not in complete like a whole episode at all. Yeah, I think several. I think Dwight what? is the only one that is in complete. Is that is that backed? Is that proven? Uh, like, it's a chart I saw, and I believe okay. it since it was on the internet. <laughs> I believed it because yeah. it was on. Okay, so The Office is your favorite yeah. show, so podcast. Is Unfuck Your Brain by Cara Lowenthal. Mm. Mm. She is a Harvard Law School grad, turn life coach, changing the face of planet Earth. Mm. Uh, I saw her in April in Austin at my school's mastermind and I just cried. I was like, I'm in the presence of royalty. Um, And I plan to shake her hand one day and work for her or something. Yeah. Or just kiss her on the mouth. I feel like, yeah, you're my Steven Spielberg is your Cara Lowenthal, right? Is yeah, that her name? She's the bee's knees. Yeah. The bee's knees. So we got a show, we got a podcast. The book, I feel weird sharing it here. Unfuck your brain by Carl King James version. No, it's a course. <laughs> it, it's similar. It's a course in miracles. It's oh. not a Bible. I'm not a Christian. Uh, you guys have that's could be something we talk about next. Is that is yeah. That would Christian be be religion, how mm. it affects us now. Trauma. Um, See what I did there. So Keyword. I'm not Christian, but I'm very spiritual. Like mm. y'all don't know. You don't even know. <laughs> she's, I she's do know. I, you do know. You I know do, the full extent. I, saying, I, I don't need, do anything that you don't know about. Most yeah. of it's pen and paper. I did but find it on a Ouija some board wizardry under the bed the other night. Course in Miracles. No, I read scary. it every morning. No it's the coolest thing in the world. Oops, I'm missing. And what is phone. what is this about? It's a spiritual text, and it's it literally like it tells you off the bat, like, hey, this is everything that like the Christian religion got backwards, and it debunks the way u.s religion has like taught us what god is what heaven is what sin oh, is i didn't know this that this it was lays like, it out it every day steve i, I see read it, it every really, day it's freaking it's it like fat. super thick well it's actually three texts in one it has like a workbook and then yeah. a manual and then the it's a really text. big book and i love it because it's like it paints it so clear you see it so clear and they're basically like y'all are a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> and i love it's very like Sorry, redeeming <laughs> No, but it talks about like how Jesus was dope and he got all these things correct and now it's been misinterpreted. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yep. delivered in a way that is very damaging and mm-hmm. very backwards. The irony is not lost on that text or on me now. And so I read it like Does it go through a Bible. every religion or does it 
just focus on Christianity. Just, I mean, they don't even like specify Christianity, but just it just uses Christian words like, like the Son of God, mm. like mm-hmm. what else? They say holy a lot. Okay. I mean, that's about the worst of it. God, holy, sin. Yeah, I mean, I guess heaven, hell. All the religions kind of have yeah similar wording yeah in some ways. Huh. Yeah, yeah. And what and what's it called? One more time. A course in miracles. A course in miracles. And a miracle is a shift in perception. That's what they call it. That's okay. all it is. It's not like turning water into wine. That why was that the first one that comes to because my it's mind? like uh, they don't the big, realize the that it's one. parables. No, it's not. It's I don't think so. Walking on I water. Th- that's a big one too. The feeding like, the five thousand. But I mean, like, yeah, right. the, the fish and the bread. Yeah, who wouldn't want to be at a party and be like, "Oh, guys, we're all out of uh, wine. Aquafina." Yeah, but the, we got some Chateau like Saint Michel back. <laughs> I love your examples yeah. of yeah. brands. Yeah, put on that tap, the baby. I got it covered. Chateau Saint Michel all day. Yeah. No, I feel like that was good. We got a little bit of uh, what you do, Alicia. Uh, we got a little bit of what you love to read mm. and watch and listen to. Got a little, yeah. got a little coaching session. I'm gonna go home and witness. get just super angry at my whole family. This is okay. Alicia <laughs> said is, I could do this. Alicia said I could do. She gave me permission. Yeah, everybody, shut up. She's <laughs> gonna go Sorry, home and drink some hashade. Just, I think we should tell everybody who's interested where they can find you. And to in, learn more about what you're doing and what you got going on. Do you mean in which galaxy they can find me? Yeah. Uh, dimension travel. number six one three. I travel. Uh, you can find me on my podcast, which is Eureka with Alicia. Mm-hmm. Uh, everywhere. I, I've everywhere never sold podcasts it. Podcasts are available. Yeah, yeah so you guys do speak, yours. Speak your mind, girl. You do your marketing so give much it, better. I'm like, give uh, your sales you can pitch. you can listen to me, I guess, if you want. Give your sales somewhere. pitch. Um, and then my website is aliciaturnercoaching.com. Mm-hmm. Go there if you want free stuff. If you want to hire me, I'll be your coach. And you got some freebies on there, I'm sure. And people- my Instagram. Yeah, I do yeah. a lot of stuff on Instagram. I actually got a video that has. Yeah. One, I saw that. 600. Uh, no. Wait, what's 1. it? 1.3 million. 1. 3 as, of, million? as of today. Yeah. It just crossed it's a million. It's the dumbest yesterday. video I've I did ever watch created. It I was like, oh. I'm like, if that's the. If that's the content you need, and that's as easy yeah. as it was to make, <laughs> you got it, friends. <laughs> Staring silently at the camera, making a dumb face, I can do yeah. that. What do you think, people? Because like, explain the, the people. Caption the caption really is quick. what it was about, right? Yeah. I was offering my monthly training for free, and it was mm-hmm. about how to make a decision. I think it was my best copy as well. Like my copy on that post was, I finally am like, I'm getting it. I'm figuring it out. Um, the video is me having a white teeth filter and I'm literally just like a person even commented like the clicking sound your mouth is making is gross. Cause I'm just like showing my teeth and then I show my real ke- teeth color and that was it, it blew up. That was the, that's the key. And I make so much more complicated reels with like, yeah, purpose. it just shows you that sometimes simple is best. Yep. Just keep doing my thing. Well, hey, uh, well, you know what, babe? Thanks for coming on and talking to us and being our second guest. Anytime. I think people Uh, are really going to like this one because everybody's just going to start embracing emotions more. I know I am. (laughs) I'm going to walk out of here livid. (laughs) You're allowed to feel livid. (laughs) I'm allowed. Alicia said it was okay. But Kyle, you must not react. I'm not allowed to hit. (laughs) I'm still not allowed to hit. (laughs) Ugh. Ugh.
Yeah. What would a, it's like basically. WWED. What would Alicia do? Oh, no. <laughs> ED. Uh, that, that's where oh, I saw that. Point. Well, <laughs> I think that's enough for. Oh, what yeah. would erectile dysfunction do? <laughs> they would not get up. Well, that was our second interview with a guest ever. Ever. I'm very it, proud of us. It went pretty smooth for the most part, you know. It, we just it's it's just nice to have a conversation with somebody else than you, you know, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> I get it, dude. You know, I I feel like, you know, since we're this is episode 80, by the way. Did you realize that? I did not count that high. <laughs> number 80. Uh I'm proud of us, but you know, you look back at all these episodes and you, it's mostly just me and you. And uh I was talking to my mom today actually, and uh I was like you know, it kind of feels good to because there are some times where like, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't I don't know. We, we talk about so much and we have talked about so much. And it's so nice to get someone else's voice in here. And so it's not just the, you know, us two nerds just nerding out about film shots or uh, coloring or, or movies or whatever. And so it's nice to get a third voice. Uh and we will be doing a lot more guests. We have a lot more lined up um, and scheduled. So yeah, it turns out we know some pretty interesting, some smart, some driven people, and we want to talk to them because we feel like uh, they have something that people can learn from. So yeah. Once again, thank you guys for always tuning in. Come check out our Instagram at Go Fix Yourself Podcast. Leave us a message. Tell us how you feel about these guest episodes. And maybe if you want to hear somebody on here locally or not, we will certainly try to get a hold of yeah. them. I can't promise they'll say yes. But. <laughs> and that's it for this week. And you will hear from us next week. Hopefully. if they, I mean, if they tune in, they don't have to tune in. You have like, to tune in. Well, I mean, they, they could easily just be like, ah, oh, well, you know what? Skipping this week. Let's screw them. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.